You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. Akiva, I'm Alex mm-hmm. Chester. You, as always, are rolling with me. I totally messed up the order of how I normally say these things. Well, Akiva, Whatever. you, as always, are rolling with me. Yes. What do you normally say? I say, I'm Alex Chester with me, as always, is Akiva Wheels Wienerker Wheels has it rolling. No, I think you say Wheels Wienerker. I don't think you say ever say Akiva. I never say Akiva. All right. I don't think yeah. you ever say Akiva. Do people listening to this podcast know that's your first name? Is it, if anyone I think everyone did, knows is my first if name. anyone did not know your first name until right now, please let us know. And yeah, I if will, you thought my name was wheels or key, I don't, or, or I don't maybe, think so. Yeah, I mean, Keeve yeah. is fine. Yeah, I don't know. It's possible. I didn't get called Keeve until probably high school. Did you initiate it or did your friends initiate it? How did it I did not know? I did not. Th- I never thought of it. I don't remember. I need uh, I need to maybe ask my friend Andrew because he was with me in school from second grade through the end of college. No, we just so saw him probably a days ago at the beer tournament. At the, we uh, saw him the last night. Tournament. Yeah. Well, it's not last yeah. night when the listeners are listening to this. Well, yeah. but it's last night for us. I don't yeah. think we have to lie. I mean, uh, you say the best policy is to lie to the yeah, listeners. Here's a deep secret, by the way. Uh, we clicked record on this one second after stopping record on the previous episode. I mean, I don't even think that's a secret. Who cares? Would it be funny to do the... Um... <laughs> The end of the Falcon schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do the schedule. Put the Falcons out. When, no, when we last gonna... left our heroes, they were either one and oh or one and one or zero. And Whatever. Zero, the Falcons are bad. Dropped. Yeah. Let's get to another bad team. OK. Who are we talking about today? It's already the, the Cincinnati game. Bengals. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it has I want to start. I want to start with a quarterback game since this team won a playoff game. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. let's start with Is that game. bad. That's bad, yeah. right? It's been six years since they were in 500. Hold on. I have a great stat for you for the gamblers. I hear mm-hmm. it has been six years. Since this team went over on their preseason win total, which is the longest streak in the NFL. And the crazy, the craziest part that is, is that for five consecutive years, the books have lowered the Bengals number from the year before. And every single year with a lower number than the year before, they have still gone under every single year. That's that's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. All right. But let's put you. You have a game. I like games. Okay, so you want to rank quarterbacks, but I want to do something different because once we rank quarterbacks, there's there's no way to play games like this. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we'll be ranking quarterbacks up at some point this month. Oh yeah, dur- I think during the season we rank quarterbacks and coaches. Yeah, I kind of like it more in the preseason because well, we, we could do to, coaches we in the preseason if you want. We have to make predictions I, on rookies, and also there's some teams that are boring because it's nothing to talk about. So, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna name a quarterback, and you tell me if you'd rather have Joe Burrow or that guy. Okay, is this for 2021 only? I mean, you could differentiate your answer. You could say okay, like, sure. I mean, I assume you'd rather have Joe Burrow than Tom Brady, but maybe not for this year. You know? Yeah. If I was the Bengals, I'd rather have Joe Burrow than Tom Brady. Without a doubt. Yes, yep. for sure. 
Why? If you were the Bucks, you wouldn't you wouldn't make the change now. I mean, not when your team just won the Super Bowl and is built for, in theory, making another Super Bowl run. I mean, he's forty four. You know, I think that, you'd have you, to at least know, think about it. That's that is an interesting one. I, I, Maybe I we'll put that on a Twitter poll. Yeah, I would do it now, except it's one forty six in the morning. If you are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yes, and tomorrow, August thirteenth or whatever day mm-hmm. is when this is dropping, yeah, you get a call from the Cincinnati Bengals front office and they say swap quarterbacks. Do you say yes? I think they for sure do. Yeah, you know what? You're right. They definitely do. They don't make good. They don't win the Super Bowl by being dummies. You know? Yeah, no, you're, you're definitely right. It's like, I mean, Tom Brady, like, I don't know why Cincinnati makes that deal. Tom Brady retires like the first minute. Yes. Like, like no uh, Giselle, honey, uh, we have to go to Cincinnati. Obviously, Cincinnati doesn't do the deal. We know that. the question is with yeah. Tampa. And now what if they were the, forced to? What if the, they accidentally clicked like, uh, yeah. you know, proposed trade uh, on Yahoo? Yahoo. Yeah. yeah. No, this trade would. Yeah. I, I, have you ever wrong. had somebody like accidentally in a league? Yeah, like but in, act- in my leagues, I reverse those because we're nice guys. We're not trying to screw people. I know. But but, you know. The other thing I've had people, you know, the, the famous like accept when someone gets hurt or something. Yeah. Like, so you send an offer going into Sunday. It's not it's could be like on Yahoo. Could be the, it could be up there for a week, you know, yeah. depending on the set. So, we, yeah, in my leagues, again, we don't do that. Like, I'm not. No, I think those people over. should go to jail. The ones who accept who click accept. Yeah. If someone like, yeah. oh, uh, you know, Samaji Pirine just got injured. I'm going to yeah. you know, mean, trade. You, you got to go and cancel your, your open trade offers going into a week of games. Sure. But, but you know, but maybe yes. people are busy. Maybe they're working yeah. on the Olympics. But it's it's really bad faith to accept those when you know that's not the intent at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, a character flaw. But yeah. we've talked about that before. For, yes. Yeah, so anyway, sure we have. OK, so Joe Burrow. But anyways, I, 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 I want to apologize to listeners for being a moron. There's no chance the Bucks don't accept that. And by the way, Joe Burrow in the Bucks offense quite likely mm-hmm. would be better this year. than It's, Tom Brady. it's possible. He might be better than Brady this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he won't be on Cincinnati with Brady on Tampa, but yeah. I, I mean, who are the who are the Bucks fans? We know Kyle Appleyard. He was an old mm. guy. Yeah, John John. Mm. Could ask them. Okay, Joe Burrow or Kyler Murray. Mm. So this is interesting because Joe Burrow came into the league last year as probably the safest lock since Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I mean. I mean, that was for me personally. I don't know. Where, where did you rank him coming into the season last year? Yeah, I think we had him really high up there. I'd yeah. like to go back and hear our conversations if someone can maybe listen to them, do some research. Yeah, he had, I think, an OK for a rookie, but not spectacular season, which then, of course, ended early with the season and the injury. I think the biggest I mean, there were good signs. He completed passes. He didn't yeah. throw interceptions. The problem he didn't win games. The problem for him was at the same time that he was kind of met and then hurt. The QB taken five picks later, who you know I sort of thought at the draft was a little bit of a reach, put together one of the greatest seasons we've ever seen from rookie quarterback. Well, and okay, so, so if you're talking about Herbert, would you rather have him or would you rather have Joe Burrow? So it's a little bit similar to the Kyler Murray question, which is like it's it's obviously way too soon to bury Burrow, but how mm-hmm. much do we have to take into account? Like, okay, Burrow's not going to match Justin Herbert's numbers this year, given the teams that each have around them, right? We cannot conclude based on what we saw last year that, that Joe Burrow will not turn out to be better, like will not turn out to be what we were projecting at this time last year, which is obviously much better than Justin Herbert. But I think, see, I don't know. Do I take into account my, my perception before they played or I think I'd rather have Justin Herbert right now than Joe Burrow. Interesting. And okay. I think I'd rather have Kyler Murray than Joe Burrow also. And I'm not I disagree. Saying, I'm not saying that Burrow's a bust. I'm not saying that Bengals fans should be upset. I'm just saying we've seen each of those guys already look like stars and maybe it's not his fault, but we haven't seen Burrow do that yet. And also it's almost like with pitchers in baseball, like you have to take, you know, the bird in the hand sometimes. Mm-hmm. How about this? 
Mm-hmm. Would you rather have? Oh, so your Burrow... answer on both of those is you want Burrow over Herbert and, and Murray? Well, I definitely want him over Kyler Murray. Wow. I just definitely. think Murray's not going to stick around for 20 years necessarily. So, okay. So you wouldn't think of Kyler Murray watching last year and saying, like, this could be the next Russell Wilson. He's a little bit short. I mean, he could. He could. He could. But Burrow's great. Like, I think there's just okay. fewer question marks with Burrow. The, the hell Murray Burrow... is not impressive to you. No, he's very impressive. Yeah. I mean, I just I'm Burrow was the number one pick last year. Happened to I get mean, hurt. He I love Joe hurt. Burrow at LSU so much. I thought he was a for Sherlock to be a superstar. Mm-hmm. So, and by the way, I think that about the number one pick this year also. So we'll have to see. I could be wrong again. Okay, how about this? not that these are hot Bur- takes. I think everybody thought Burrow that. or Baker Mayfield. I'll take Burrow. I think Mayfield has become very, very overrated. Even last year, he was bad for half the season and then good for half the season. And people forget about the bad half. He, mm-hmm. There was there was talk in last season before the year. Remember, would he get benched for Case Keenum? Yes. Like Baker Mayfield, I think the reputation he has is way undeserved right now. Yeah. And the team's very good. Yeah. I, I, w- I would definitely take Burrow. Over Baker now Mayfield. I'm going to ask you a hard question. I hope you're mm-hmm. sitting down. Burrow or Dak Prescott? Dak is 28 this year. Dak is, I think, turning 28 or is he 28? Hmm. So I think this is, you know, sort of like what I incorrectly yeah, said. Yeah, he just turned Bucks. 28 like last week. Yeah, so what I incorrectly said about the Bucks, I think this is dependent on your team. Mm-hmm. I think if you have a team that's competing right now, you take Dak. But I'm not even sure that's the case. So my answer is Burrow. But I think it, my answer would not be Burrow for all 32 teams. I think for a team like the, the Bucks or the Cowboys or the Vikings, the answer would be Dak. Because those are teams that have like a short, a relatively small window now. All right. And I'm not going to ask the, you know, the Mahomes, obviously, Allen, Russ Wilson. So I think that's pretty much the well, end of the conversation. Well, see, and, we'll, you know, we'll talk about um, Josh Allen a lot more, obviously, as we get to Buffalo. But I think I would take Joe Burrow over Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen no. is the most overrated player in the NFL right now. And let me be clear. He was an MVP candidate last year. He was incredible. But he had never been even an average quarterback before last year. And last year at this time, you wanted Sam Darnold over Josh Allen. And we can go look at okay, that I'm podcast. dumb. I want no, 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 no. All three We've Jets, scrubbed that from the archives. All before. three Jets po- guests on that podcast wanted it. Oh, I three agree. dummies, I guess. No, but I'm def- I'm saying you guys weren't dumb. I'm saying no, that, we're like, dumb. <laughs> well, okay. Right now, obviously, I mean, Josh dumb. Allen put together a season so good it couldn't be a fluke. Because even if it was a fluke, I'm, I'm then not, he's like I, he's above average. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a fluke. I'm definitely not saying it's a fluke. I'm saying that there's a difference. And by the way, this this sort of goes to like the Julius Randle conversation that I endlessly talked to Knicks fans about. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Julius Randle was a fluke this past season. And I'm not saying that Josh Allen, who was much better than Julius Why Randle. Why do you was, think Team USA, who could have basically had Julius Randle for free over JaVale McGee, didn't want him? Yeah. Well, I I mean, I agree with you. But um, but what I'm saying is there's a, there's a, there's, there, let's talk about Julius Randle for a second. There's Julius Randle from 2016 to 2020. And then there's Julius Randle in 2021. Nobody who is reasonable believes that 2021 is his new baseline but also mm-hmm. nobody thinks that 2016 to 20 is his baseline it's somewhere in between them and the question is is it closer to the first one or the second one and to me it's the same with josh allen he's he's gonna be much better than he was in in 19 in 18 and 19 for sure but mm-hmm. is, is he gonna be as good as 20 i i think that it's it's very fair to argue that we just saw his career year and you've seen a lot of young matt stafford a lot of guys who play in the nfl for uh, 15 years who have career years at 22 23 24 and then they might have long careers as starters, but they're never that good again. Mm-hmm. I think that's very highly possible. So I think that Josh Allen, I'm not saying the Bills should not have given him that contract, but Joe Burrow at this time last year would 100% of people would have taken him over Josh Allen, except maybe the front office in Buffalo. Hmm. And so I think I would take, 
I'm not sure. I'd have to think about it. How old is each of them? Uh, Joe Burrow is is uh, 24. And he'll turn 25 in December. Okay, so he's it's, he, okay. And what and what about uh, Allen? Josh Allen is 25. Okay, so yeah, the age thing is not an advantage. No. Um, all right, so that I, I still don't think it's unanimous for Josh Allen. I think that obviously, like I said, for Dak, any team that's close to contending would take mm-hmm. Josh Allen. But if you're a team, there's also value in the fact that 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 um, that Burrow has more years on the rookie contract, and of course, like the five year window with the rookie contract with the quarterback is your best chance to to win a Super Bowl as an NFL team when you don't have to pay a an elite when you have an elite quarterback and aren't paying the elite quarterback like an elite quarterback yet. And so, I think that if you're a team that's not going to compete in in 2021 or 2022, like the Falcons and like the Bengals and like all these teams and like the Lions and like the Texans, I think all four of those teams would rather have Joe Burrow than Josh Allen. Just because of the contract. Well, how about this? Allen, you know, Burrow's already missed a bunch of games. Allen, you know, hasn't missed games. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's a big positive. He, mi- he missed six games in one season. I mean, you know, it's a, he tore yeah, well, all six all more his games. Than... Yeah. Now, the question is, it's all, will he be at full mobility to start the season? I think probably not. Right. Well, I mean, we talked about Dak, and it could be the same question about that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Adrian Peterson came back like that and had like the greatest season in history, but like he is like a freak. So. Um, and by so, the way, this team does play your Vikings week one, but we could get into that in a minute. Do you know the Vikings uh, have not won in Cincinnati? I think longer than anywhere else that any other uh, NFL team. Interesting. They haven't won in Cincinnati in like 27 years. I, I think they had a tie in Cincinnati at one point. I mean, that's probably only like five games. Yeah, they they lost in week 17 in, I think, 95 to miss the playoffs. If I, my memory. Right, I'm going to tell Wait, Don't look it up. OK, I'm going to give you I'm going to we're going to play a very boring game right now okay okay so first game. of all they don't they don't play them a lot right they played yeah, play them four years 83 86 89 92 95 98 but they didn't play them for seven years when the schedule flipped in 02 yeah okay so 2005 vikings at Bengals. do you remember who won in the score well i know the Bengals won because what i just told you yeah um was gus farad involved was not the culpepper involved i don't even know okay the quarterbacks in that game were red or the Bengals. For the Bengals, Carson Palmer. Obviously, yeah. And for the Vikings, Dante. It was still Dante. All right. You'll have, what week of the season was it? This was September 18th, week two. Oh, oh week two. Okay, so I'm not going to remember that. What was the score? Uh, well, the Vikings had eight that they scored at the end of the game hmm. on a Dante Culpepper touchdown. Hmm. Uh, but it was 37 nothing Cincinnati before that. Wow. Okay. Dante Culpepper put up a 21-37, 5 interception, no touchdown line. Ooh. Yeah, Carson Palmer guess, went for 337 and three TDs. I erased that one from my memory. Also, uh, Moelde um, Moore did not have a good game. <laughs> Great Moelde Moore. The Vikings leading receiver was Travis Taylor. Travis Chad Taylor. Johnson, Chad Johnson and TJ went wild. Each scored Ooh. a touchdown in the first quarter. Okay. Uh, and then the Bengals go to the Vikings uh, late in the year in 20, uh, in 2009. You know who won that game? Well, of course. Yeah, the Vikings definitely won that game. They went 12 and 4 that year. Yeah, they won 30 to 10. Yeah, easy. Blow and up. then and then 2013, again, very late in the year. You know, you, uh, Minnesota goes to Cincinnati. Yeah, you, you said yeah, 30, they lose. Uh, 42 to 14. Let's see who are the quarterbacks. In These that are game? all blowouts. In this 20. Yeah, they're all blowouts because then the Vikings blew out the, the Bengals 34 to 7 and 17. Holy right? moly. So December, none of these games have been decided with 30 points. And I didn't go back. 98 was 24, three Vikings. So the last and there was a 42 seven in there. So the only close game since 1989 that they've played what and that's only been seven games was uh, 27, 24, 95. That's the game I mentioned. That's in week six, Mm -hmm. 17. But the first time they ever played, that was a game. The the Vikings needed to win and get help to make the playoffs. And that's the only year they missed the playoffs in Dennis Green's first like six years. But it's been it's been a series of bloods. The first time they ever played, the Bengals shut them out. Twenty seven. Nothing. 
And then wow, the second time they played, and that's shocking because back then the Bengals were terrible and the Vikings were like a super. Yeah, the Vikings Bowl. 42 to 10. They won the next time. Wow. And then the Bengals won 14 off. So should we look at the history from the 70s, 80s, and 90s? And should this line be like Vikings minus 17 in week one? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Wait, so have the Bengals ever lost? You're saying they never have. No, one time it was 42 to seven. All right, so let's quick box scores. 2013, who were the QBs? Who, do you remember anything from this game? Vikings at Bengals late in the year. The Vikings enter the game. What was their record? It's the last game of the year. Or maybe, maybe uh, no, it's the second last game. Is this the Leslie Frazier year? I think so. Yeah, so I'm going to say the record is 3-12. and 12. No, it was 4-9-1. and 4-9-1. and one. Oh, yeah, they tied the, yeah, they tied the Packers that year in Lambeau, I think, um, which they've done twice. Um, see, the problem is I like vividly remember. Who's the Vikings, who's the Vikings QB that? Game? I vividly remember everything from every half-decent Viking season, but then the bad seasons, which I mean, bad, when a bad. team is 2-6, and six, like the season is over and like it doesn't count, you know? Yeah, it, like well, you could watch as much as you want. It's when the Vikings stupid. are two and six, they usually win three in a row, five and six, raise hopes, and then miss the playoffs anyway. So Matt but, Castle yeah. was thirteen for twenty-seven okay. that day, a buck fourteen, three picks. Andy Dalton, one of the best games of his career, twenty-seven for thirty-six, three sixty-three, and four touchdowns. Well, the Bengals made the playoffs every year during this era. Mm-hmm. And the Vikings' leading rusher. You want to guess who it was? We've discussed them tonight. Mawalde Moore. No, Cordero Patterson oh. had a thirty-five-yard touchdown run. Oh wow! Uh, AP was eleven for forty-five. Uh, their leading receiver, do you want to guess? 2013, who the leading receiver by yards is in that game? Uh, 2013. Is it still Percy, maybe? No, it's uh, Greg Jennings. Oh, uh, yeah. Put the and Adrian Green went 797 too. Yeah. Good fantasy numbers. So, yeah, yeah. so we've had only... Do you want to guess anything from 92? Do you want to guess who the QBs were in 1992 for the Vikings? Well, it, was either, uh, it was either Salisbury or Wade Wilson. It was Salisbury, probably. Mm-mm. No, Salisbury's the backup. Because he plays a little at the end. Or Rich Gannon. Somebody else. Sorry, sorry, Rich Gannon. Yeah, Rich Gannon. Yeah. Listen to these numbers that game. 25 for 32. 318, four touchdowns. See, a, a wise person would have been like, you know what? This guy could be the MVP soon. Yeah, in like yeah, eight yeah. years. So, so Gannon, Gannon and Salisbury. And Boomer, one of the worst games of his career. 11 for 21, 97 yards, four picks. Wow. Well, the Vikings won 11 and 5 that year. That was Dennis Roger, first year. Roger Craig ran, but uh, t- uh, Terry Allen with a, that must have been a very young Terry Allen in 92. Probably a rookie. That was his rookie season. Yeah, two touchdowns. And, the, and then they drafted Robert Smith two years later, so he goes to Washington. Uh, Chris Carter, 11 for 124, two touchdowns. Mm, yeah. What Anthony, Anthony Carter, Carter, three for 39. Yeah, not bad. Steve Jordan. 92 yeah. was the first season as a Vikings fan that I really... Jake Reed must have been rookie, too, in 92. Was he there already, 92? Yeah. I'm shocked that he's in this box score. Wow. I did not realize yeah. he was there that early. I, Carl Pickens did nothing. We'll see. Mm, sorry to hear that for Carl. Um, no, yeah, by no. the way, um, Jake Reed actually played one game but had no stats in 91. Catches six balls in 92, five balls in 93, and then 85 in 94. Yeah, 94, So he 95, sat and did nothing for three yeah. years, and then has four straight. 94, 95, 96, 97, he's amazing. Yeah, and, like then, a basically, top, yeah. and, then, and then basically and then Randy third receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, All right, that's been Vikings Bang. If you ever wondered, maybe we should do that for other like random first-round matchups. What are the history of Vikings Bengals? I'm sure people have wondered that. One of the great rivalries in all the sports. That's what we play that up. Yeah. We should play that up as like going into week one on Twitter and stuff. Like yeah. best rivalry in sports. But like, but hold on. So if, if we're taking if we're taking the precedent, the historical precedent, mm-hmm. which is that yeah. the Vikings never win in Cincinnati, and these mm-hmm. games are always blowouts, that means that you should take the Bengals money line, which is going to be, I'm sure they'll be home underdogs in week one. Because the Bengals are going to beat the Vikings in week one, 42 to 10. Wow. I mean, then you're writing off the season at that point. Like you're in your group <laughs> chat saying, like, I'm not watching next week. The season's over. Oh, in the second I quarter. Quit I quit fantasy. You're quitting yeah. fantasy. Yeah. 
throw it all away. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about we haven't really talked about the players on the team other than than Joe Burrow. So let's talk about them for a second. Yeah. Well, before we get to that, can we talk about Zach Taylor for a second? Sure. So you might remember, and if you don't, listeners might remember, and probably nobody does, that in our season preview last year, mm-hmm. not for the for the whole NFL, we made predictions and picks for all the for the awards. Mm-hmm. And my dark horse pick for coach of the year was Zach yeah. Taylor. And mm-hmm. I and I said it's got to be a team who's expected to be very very bad and will shock and go good and maybe with Joe Burrow maybe that's what we'll be doing. Now he did not win coach of the year last year. I will say the good news is he doubled his win total from the year before. Okay. The bad news is that even if he doubles his win total this year again, losing record, they will still have a losing record. True, true, true. Um, I was trying to find a a coach who has the same career trajectory as Zach Taylor. The only one I could find is fellow Bengals coach David Shula, which is okay. Of, yeah, Dave Shula. David Shuley, yes, the son of course. No, Dave. Nobody calls him David. He's Dave. Okay, so Dave, they both won six games combined in the first two seasons. Then in year three, mm-hmm. Shula zooms all the way up to seven wins. Now it's the same team also. The Bengals, yeah. Yeah, Shula, the Bengals, so, it's yeah. the Bengals head so, coach. Yeah. So season three, uh, Shula and the Bengals zoom all the way up to seven wins, mm-hmm. but, but then he's fired midway through season four. And I think that's kind of the writing on the no, wall. No, season five, Taylor. he went five and 11, three and 13, three and 13, seven and nine in his fourth year. Oh, and he gets fired was, mid-year in his fifth. Oh, year. it was fifth years he made. It. Oh, wow. Yes. Well, his only, you know, semi-competent year was uh, the fourth. Well, look, this is like this is a franchise that kept Marvin Lewis around without a playoff win for 16 years. So they clearly give longer leashes for mediocre yeah, coaches. than. But I else. mean, they have to be it, they have to be seven and ten this year, I think, for him to keep his job. Well, OK, so in the last three decades, no team other than Dave Shula's Bengals has won six or fewer games in consecutive seasons. <laughs> And kept that coach into a fourth year. In so, three yeah. consecutive seasons. No, no, I'm saying six or fewer games in seasons one or two, regardless of what they did in season three, none of those mm-hmm. coaches made it to year four. Okay. Three, three so he four. would have to really so, break out. Uh, other than Dave Shula. So Taylor, I think he needs more than seven wins this year to even have a chance to stick around for 2022. Again, with the with with the caveat being that this is the Bengals and they never fire coaches, you know, uh, Shula's an exception, Marvin Lewis is an exception. So, you know, maybe they keep him around. But I don't know. I think this team has to do something significant, you know, really approach 500 for uh, Zach Taylor to get another chance. Hmm. All right. Now let's talk about some players on this team other than Joe Burrow. Okay. Um, yeah, I think he is surrounded by a lot of offense. I think, I think we have like 10 minutes left. We spent a lot okay. of time on the Bengals. Vikings, T Higgins uh, was a revelation last year. So we have Jamar Chase, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd. That is a rock solid, well above average receiving crew. Well above average. I'll go further. If Jamar Chase is as good as he was at LSU, Best triumph so of receiver saying, in the NFL. So you're saying just better than Justin Jefferson. He's better than Justin Jefferson. Yeah. If he breaks He's a top three receiver yeah. in the NFL. If he breaks Justin Jefferson's long established record for most receiving yards by a rookie. Sure. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. And they that have the best also re- means the Bengals are like at least nine and eight. Nobody knows what T. Higgins did because the Bengals were trash last year. But mm-hmm. He was amazing. Great. And Tyler Boyd was. Oh, by the way, uh, did you see Aaron Rodgers before? I think I mentioned this in the patron chat. Before the, I don't know if it was, I think it was right after the draft last year, but before the season, Aaron Rodgers said that there was three rookie receivers that he wanted in the draft. And of course the Packers instead took Jordan Love. And who are they? It was Justin Jefferson. Okay. It was T Higgins. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, I forget who the other rookie receivers were good last year. Cause you know, a lot of, a lot weren't good. I mean, a lot were good, but a lot weren't good also. Let's see, I'm looking at who who he said. Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins. If you search Higgins, I mean, these are all like these are all um, like of course, like come and tweet that beforehand, Aaron Rodgers. No, he he did. You know, he did it before they did anything. 
a lot of teams took receivers in the first round last year who sucked the Eagles and you know like yeah, I but mean, no reporter would ever be like, hey, I was speaking to Sam Darnold. Here, uh, Brandon Ayuk was the third guy. Um, Brandon Ayuk, who I think in San Francisco didn't he have like most yards per route run or something crazy? Yeah, Ayuk yeah. is good. He's not necessarily the same level. So, anyways, so if Jamar Chase is as good as he was at LSU, I think mm-hmm. they they have incredible. So Joe, the the bottom line is, and then also Joe Mixon is like Burrow has no excuses when it comes to weapons. No, I agree. Uh, Mixon is fine. Like, I don't think Mixon's a long-term solution. I think he has a long-term contract, but From he's fine for this year. From a perspective, and of course, he has to stay healthy, which is the big caveat for everyone. Yeah, but Mixon has he, high upside. He's fantasy, one of the very few three-down running backs in the NFL, especially with Gio Bernard gone. Yeah. He, he plays every down. I mean, it's him. It's whoever's in Pittsburgh, which, of course, is the rookie this year. It's, it's Christian McCaffrey. There's not a lot of guys like that. Um. All right, so let's Yeah, talk. okay. Oh, no, and the offensive line. Jonah Williams had a bust first year, right? He terrible. gets hurt. He was terrible. Well, yeah, I think he gets hurt. I think didn't he miss the whole year, or was he bad beforehand? No, he was bad. I think I saw he was ranked seventy third out of eighty tech or something like that. He was very, Did very bad. Jonah Williams play in year one. Yeah, he played. He he had a bad rookie season. Now they brought in Riley Reef from Minnesota, who and he's gonna play no. Like, he he did not he did not play a snap in 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 year one. Jonas Jonah Williams. So then where did I get me? He got hurt, and you're mixing him up with somebody. But okay. so anyway, Williams. So this is his second year. He's only played ten NFL games, but he looked pretty solid last year. Riley Reef is wait, wait, fine. Yeah, that's what I said. He, yeah, he played ten games and he got injured. Yeah, but that was he's missed his whole rookie year. This okay, is his third year in the league. Okay, the first year that he played. That's what I meant. Which is last year. Okay, he was fine. ranked. Okay, he was ranked seventy third out of eighty tackles in pass protection. Mm-hmm. So that's not good. It was very bad. Um, Riley Reef was like an according to who up. was he ranked seventy third? I think I think that might have been Warren Sharp. I forget. I got. I, I got to do better okay. citations of my notes. Oh, I see. That. He's uh, in run blocking, but he was fine in pass blocking. Oh, was it rough? He was good. Shit. In I, I, problem is, so I, I researched the Falcons and Bengals back to back. And by the time I got to the end, I was just getting very bored. All right. That's fine. Like, yeah. um, but the All offensive right. line, I think, is OK. I, they, well, they, draft- they, they were. I mean, Burrow was under constant pressure last year. He did not have a lot of time. Um, what do you think uh, about Riley Reef? like a slightly below slightly below average left tackle for the Vikings, which means he was by far the Vikings best offensive lineman. And that yeah, was right. right that's what I'm saying. And he's yeah. going to be playing right tackle. Jackson interior, Carmen. Yeah. Jackson Carmen is a left tackle uh, in college. Mm. I'll say this. Uh, at Clemson. He's going to right guard, which is a weird move, but he I, like, well, no, could Vikings. be very good. I think that given T Higgins and Tyler Boyd, I think that they probably should have taken Penny Sewell instead of Jamar Chase. And I think they took Jamar Chase as almost like a favor. Joe Burrow. Yeah. I, I I don't I mean look Jamar Chase might have a Hall of Fame career and Penny Sewell does nothing and then you know I have all on my face but I I think this was not the correct take for the bank the correct draft pick for the Bengals. It's like the sexier pick obviously a receiver sexier than a tackle but I think a tackle is more important and I think that the Bengals already have two good receivers. I mean so. I'm a little I mean Sewell's upside is obviously like through the roof but I'm a little nervous about a guy who didn't play last year and is and is an offensive lineman like still sort of learning. Now Chase of course doesn't play but like Chase the tape is was so good like he should have just been in the NFL after after yeah. uh, that season. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Geno Atkins, gone. Carlos Dunlap, gone. Yeah. Carl Lawson, gone. Talk about the defense. The defense. Yeah. Um, there aren't a lot of big names on this defense anymore. Jesse Bates, probably the best player on the defense. Yeah. There's eh. not a lot. They're, I don't think they're going to be able to rush the passer at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Do you have any Do you have any notes on the defense? This is, this is a bottom 10 defense, but is it an atrocious defense? I think they saw Trey Hendrickson. Yeah, you said they don't have names. I think they have a young defense. I think that they have potential. I, I think, you know, we talk about can this team win the Super Bowl? 
this team could have a league average defense. I don't think they will, but I think it's possible. I think that ultimately, like this team, and I think we talked to Zach Sosnar, a longtime Bengals fan, about this last year. And we said, I think what I said to him, I said, would you rather Joe Burrow be injured or have a terrible year, but you guys go nine and seven and sneak into the playoffs? Or would you rather go mm-hmm. five and 11, but Joe Burrow clearly established himself yes. as a future star? I remember that. Yeah. And we didn't really get to see that because of his injury. He got injured and they were bad. So it was both of the wrong things. I think this year as a Bengals fan, you would rather know for sure that Joe Burrow is going to be a star than anything this year. Now, if he's going to, if he's going to show star, wouldn't you be good this year? But I'm just saying, I think like you, the defense is important. All these things are important. Zach Taylor's important. Uh, Jamar Chase is important. The number one question for this team has to be, is Joe Burrow going to be Andrew Locke or whatever we thought he was going to be? Hopefully better than Andrew Locke, right? That's the most important thing. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's really, that that's that's the most important question for this team. And so the defense is obviously important, but I think like it, if Joe Burrow is not going to be a great quarterback, then you're totally fucked and you got to start all over. Oh, of course. But I don't yeah. think you'll know that after this year. Like if Burrow's a disappointment. I mean, if you're two years in as a guy who came in with, with the hype. And he would have to be really had, bad this year for them to be like really starting to question how bad he is. Well, hold on. Wait, you just and I don't think gonna, he'll be there. You just said we're not going to know at the end of this year. If we don't know, that's that's bad. That's inherently bad. We no, need no, to no. know. I'm saying like how bad would he be for them to be like, oh, like, are we so sure about this Burrow guy? We were I four and 13. I, should we, should I we like audition quarterbacks? He has to unquestionably be an above average quarterback this year. Yeah, I don't think that's a problem. I think he definitely will be. You think he definitely will be? Well, we'll do our quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, you look, there's a lot of te- Listen, there aren't so a lot of like, if you're ranking quarterbacks one to 32 for this season only, you mm-hmm. have Joe Burrow in the top 16. I yeah, think, I'm not, yeah, I'm not I saying you're wrong, but I'm just asking. Yeah, I mean, we can we can do it uh, with another QB. But um, yes, I would have him. I'm not convinced he's not going to be better than Kirk Cousins this year. I, th- I mean, he should, like, bare minimum, he should be better than, like, the Cousins car types, you know? You think he has to be better than those guys? I think he should be. I don't think he has to be. I mean, uh, I don't think there's a chance. I mean, there's a chance, but... It- All right, he's Cousins- going to be better than Jameis. He's going to be better than okay, sure. Daniel Jones. He's going to be better okay, than whoever sure. the football team throws out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't anyway, know how I, 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 I won't say exactly where I have him because we'll do our quarterback ranking soon, but I have him right in the middle of that meaty part of the curve. So yeah, I could see him climbing as high as 10. I could see him dropping as low as like 20. I think he should go to the Baker Stafford Tannehill car cousins tier. Yeah. I mean, I think he's already better than one or two of those guys, but uh, who I've, you know, because after that, you're talking about stars. Yeah. Okay. So, so and maybe Matt Ryan, who you hate, but some people really like, I think, I think that's, well, I mean, I think, but there's two, it's hard to compare him to the old guys, which is, I, I I have Burrow ahead of Matt Ryan already. Okay, fine, but I'm saying I don't know how to compare him to Evan Roethlisberger. Also, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not listening to me. I think I think you're probably I think I think you're. I think he's probably right at the bottom of the Tannehill, Carr, Mm -hmm. Stafford, Mayfield. You know that tier you just said, Cousins, whatever. I think he's probably right at the bottom of that. Right now, at the end of the season, he has to be. He can't be at the bottom of that. He's got to be, you know, in the middle of that at least. And if he's not, if if his numbers this season are worse than than. Then Kirk Cousins and Ryan Tannehill and Derek Carr and Matthew Stafford, Baker Mayfield and, and, and Kyler Murray and, and I don't know, Justin Herbert and, and Dak and, and I guess the old guys, Matt Ryan, Ben Hosberger. If his numbers are worse than all those guys at the end of the season, that's a huge problem. Yeah. Then we're talking about them like first next year. But I don't think that's the case. And, and, and by the way, I'm not saying that they have to draft a quarterback if he's worse than those guys. But it means that he's not what we expected him to be. 
That's when you I think we it. got bombed. Already? Probably. Have we discussed anything about this team? No, we have at least a minute to go. I disagree. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, I'm not sure, but I'm guessing. But let's keep talking just in case. All right. So can this team win the Super Bowl? Um, How would that happen? Yeah. All right. So I will say this. Burrow and Chase and Thaddeus Moss. We mentioned uh, mm-hmm. Randy Moss earlier. They repeat that LSU magic. Joe Burrow turns into that elite quarterback. He, he uh, puts together a top five season, which is absolutely possible. If Joe Burrow's if Joe Burrow's a top five quarterback, they're already a playoff contending team, right? Mm-hmm. Over the last five years, in one score games, this team's record is almost impossible to believe. They're nine and thirty. So an elite, quor- bad. an elite quarterback turns that around. Uh, Joe Burrow has the potential to be an elite quarterback in year two. Absolutely, we've seen a lot of guys do it, Carson Wentz and stuff like that. So I think that if, if Joe Burrow is an elite quarterback and they have the best triumphant of receivers in the NFL, then that's at least a playoff team. Lamar Jackson gets COVID for a third time. Ben Roethlisberger's old and bad. Uh, the Browns, overhyped as they always are, fall apart again after, you know, briefly being good last year in December or whatever. Yeah, I think the Bengals have an avenue to winning 10 games and make the playoffs. 